news. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the News Talk giant of North Alabama, and this is Right Side Radio with your host, Phil Williams. Glad to be with you, 2 to 5 every day here on WVNN, covering, blanketing, spreading the good news across North Alabama. And listen, you can hear us on AM and FM, but you can also find us streaming online if you want to go to rightsideradio.org and just click listen live. Doesn't matter where you are in the state. We've got people listening in Mobile. I've got people that are calling in from out of state. I mean, it, I've got people that are listening over in the, uh, the the east side of the state, I know for a fact, and, 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 and I love it. And you can also find me on Twitter, by the way, at Sin, that's S-E-N, at Sin Phil Williams. That's my Twitter handle. Uh, and I'm on there constantly, uh, probably too much, uh, and uh, which means that I guess big tech is watching me, copper. But um, but anyway, listen, we're going to go to a segment that I love here in a minute uh, called the Grand Council, and we'll get back to it. Before I do that, though, I've got to tell you guys, I'm going to keep telling you about Otter Creek Farm. Uh, I, I tell you a lot because I, I love them a lot. They're friends of mine. Frank and Jane Brown own the place, and they have built a, a paradise in northeast Alabama. One of the best kept secrets in the northern part of the state, but it's a regional attraction. People come there from all over for wedding venues, for uh, just a beautiful dinner night under the stars. They've got grounds that are amazing. It's also a wing shooting destination. If you like hunting pheasant and, fe- uh, and quail, uh, that's the place to go. They got the guides, the dogs, the guns, all of it, and it's just an amazing place to go. You'll find out when you go to their website at ottercreekfarmstead.com why Donald Trump Jr. chose to stay there not long ago or why they were featured in Garden and Gun magazine. Oh, yeah, it's that good. OtterCreekFarmstead.com. Check them out. All right, Copper, we've got some people coming on here, and you've got a sound effect ready for us. So we're going to do what I call convening the Grand Council. My friends, my brethren in broadcasting, uh, the peers who I look up to because they've been doing it a lot longer than me, uh, Dale Jackson, the program director on WVNN and the morning show host on the Dale Jackson Show, and then Jeff Poor, who's on 1065 talking down on the coast, uh, is uh, with us too. And so let us convene the Grand Council. I don't know. That that sounded like a little tin horn. I'm not sure that's going to be good. Hey, guys, how y'all doing today? <laughs> I think you got to ramp that one up just a little bit. It's got to be a little bigger. It sounded so good in the studio, and then it just kind of came across as being like a little kid's horn there just for a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like taps. Uh, all right. So, Jeff and Dale, uh, you know the deal. The Grand Council, we're going to ping each other with a question or two and kind of go round robin and just see what each one of us thinks. So I'll just uh, draw straws in my mind. Jeff, you're first. What you got? The uh, we, we, we may have talked about this last week, but it's becoming more and more apparent uh, talking with some members of the legislature. The, the, the AEA playing in this cycle, they're playing more and more, and it's less taboo than it had been in the past. What, what do you think about the teachers' union getting back in the game of Alabama politics? Uh, Dale, you want to go first? Uh, I think it is bad. Uh, I think we've learned that it's uh, pretty bad when they play. They don't play honestly. And I always remind these guys, if they'll listen to me, which they normally will not, that if the AA had an option, they would take them down to a creek they would slit their throat and they would dump them in there and, and then they would pull a Democrat out of the creek and, and install them in their seat. So playing with them 
is not necessarily for their own benefit. And uh, I, I will continue telling people that as long as I, I have the ability to do so. Yeah, I totally agree. So this is Phil talking. And yeah, I totally agree. Um, I, I was there when we flipped the uh, majority in the House and Senate overnight from Democrat to Republican after decades, hundreds of years, actually, of rule of the Democrat Party. The AEA, the teachers union, was the controlling entity. It was almost like the teachers union was by default the Rep- the Democrat Party. And, uh, and, and and Paul Hubbard, who um, is now passed away, but he presided over the AEA for so many years. He literally had a seat in the gallery. I watched it happen more than once. He would sit up there staring down at the floor, and when a bill came up for a vote, he would give a thumbs up or thumbs down, and the members of the body would look up in the gallery to see what he wanted done before they would vote. And that was sickening. And and so all said and done, the teachers' union is not there for the best interest of the state. It's not even there for the best interest of education. Uh, folks, if you're wise, you will get back to where we were just about five or six years ago was that Republicans don't take money from the teachers union. And unfortunately uh, that, that is degraded somewhat. Jeff, what you think? Yeah, I, I, I would be cautious, really, really cautious uh, with the AEA right now. If I'm a Republican, look, I, I wouldn't be surprised guys. And tell me what you think of this at the Alabama Republican party and their summer meeting later this year passes some kind of resolution or, or tries to pass some kind of resolution that says you take money from the Alabama education association and we may think twice about qualifying you for the Republican ballot on the, in, in, in the primary and in the general election. I know what you guys think of that, but they tried something like this in the past. But uh, just kind of talking to a lot of people that are you know, really, really involved in education in the legislature and in Montgomery, they, they are really concerned about this. Yeah, and they should be. All right, that's round one. Uh, Dale, go ahead, throw a question out to the body here. All right, uh, Shelby and Brooks are pounding away on each other. I think it's ridiculous. Uh, I think nobody benefits from it. I think the outcome is always going to be the same, and that is Senator Mo Brooks. Who benefits at the end of the day from a year-long Shelby-Mo Brooks fight? Uh, who benefits right now is is Katie Britt or the Democrats, in my opinion. And, you know, um, I, I wish he would stay out of it. I think it's somewhat unseemly. Uh, definitely, it's obvious that he wants. And, and, of course, you know, he knows her personally. He's got a close personal relationship with Katie Britt. But uh, if you remember back, I think part of the reason why Doug Jones – uh, was able to get elected was not just because the Washington Post did a total hit piece on Roy Moore, but also because um, our then sitting senator, Richard Shelby, announced to the world that he himself would not be voting for um, uh, Roy Moore, that he encouraged people to do a write-in. And if you look at the number of write-ins, it was about the margin by which um, Roy Moore lost that election, and we had a Democrat, Doug Jones, in the Senate. We'll so, be hearing about this. I guarantee you throughout this, uh, this will come up. I, I'm almost positive. Guarantee you. Jeff, what do you think about that? Do, do you? I, I don't see how this is a positive right now in a Republican primary where you have a lot of buyer's remorse of, with the Joe Biden in office, a lot of things working against Democrats in the Biden administration, and thinking you're going to send a more moderate Republican, that this is, and, and let's, whether you, you know, Shelby's done a lot for the state, whatever, we can have that discussion. But the reality is, he is a moderate uh, Rockefeller Country Club Republican. And is that what people are going to want in a Republican primary next May? Do they want that as brand of Republicanism going against an, an AOC or whatever progressive, uh, you know, uh, uh, Democrats are, are trying to craft policy in Washington, D.C.? Yep, totally agree. All right, listen, here's my question. I'm going to make it more local. I'm going to bring it down to uh, Alabama politics. So 
heard a rumor the other day. I think there's probably some ground truth to it. Maybe you guys have already heard this. So, you know, John Merrill has been a very effective Secretary of State, in my personal opinion. Um, but, of course, he's also had some personal problems lately that took him out of the possibility of running for the U.S. Senate by his own decision, by the way. He, he did say, I'm not going to run. I have just heard the other day he is actually polling the Tuscaloosa area in a possible bid to run for his old House seat in the State House of Representatives. What are your thoughts? That's one way to come back, I guess. I, I I can't believe it, but okay, yeah, but but sure, but why not? But that's yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen or heard Dale at a loss for words, so I'm going to go to Jeff while I catch my breath. I think he could win the treasurer seat if it opened up. Uh, if John McMillan decides not to run, I don't think that many people are aware of the John Merrill indiscretions. I just uh, don't. It's I, so I, weird. It's so I weird, don't though. think people care. I think he's got the name ID just good enough to win a down-ballot election. And, uh, you know, I, I don't th – this is the reality of politics. People aren't going to be thinking about anything that far down the ballot. So not only could he win that House seat easily, I think he could – he, he would be a, a, a good, solid favorite for that treasurer seat should it open up. That's a, that's a thought. I, I think – I think, listen, I, 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 let me just say this. I think you can win that house seat. I agree with that part. Uh, I, I do. But just know this. He, his story's salacious. Okay, that's what it is. It's a salacious story. So it will draw attention, and, and it will draw attention to the facts of that story. And, and that Dale, will come out, and that will be seen as a massive, massive issue. But Dale, it, it's it's it, we we like to come back story in America, and he becomes Alabama's Tiger Woods. Look, he's got he's already got it nailed down. He's got the the speech talking about how he uh, wasn't living uh, the best life he could, and and he you know and he, and, and it, it sounds very polished and very thought out. And when he spoke to the Coleman County Republicans, his very first appearance back, he got a standing ovation. I think that sells. I think people would, would, would you know, actually care about the treasurer's race and probably vote for him. Yeah, and, and my, my, my question, so I'll jump in on it too before we run out of time. Uh, I, I do agree that the story is salacious. I do agree it was unfortunate. Uh, I do also, though, feel like that there's – uh, no better way it could have been handled in the public arena than the way he handled it. So um, I think that uh, I, I, I tend to agree with Jeff on this one. Uh, the possibility exists that he, I like that, the, the Alabama Tiger Woods story. That's, uh, that's uh, I'm going to coin that phrase uh, and just put it on social media or something. Hey, listen, we're going to, guys, we're going to run to a quick break and, um, and, 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 and come back in a few minutes and wrap this up. We'll start with you, Jeff. When we come back, it'll be your turn to, to bring the next question to the grand council. In the meantime, I've got copper looking for a better sound effect than the, what we thought was a cool trumpet. And, and I now look at and go, yep, that sounded like a kid's tin horn that came out of a box of Cracker Jacks. All right. Hey, Phil Williams, News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. This is Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, just plain right. We'll be right back after this. News 
Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the news talk giant of North Alabama, and the biggest show in North Alabama afternoons right now is this one, Right Side Radio. I'm your host, Phil Williams. Glad to be with you, where we like to say we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. All right, fellas, I got I got, I got Jeff Poor uh, from down the radio down the coast, used to be with VNN, and then I've also got Dale Jackson. But, fellas, before we go any further, I think we have a new sound effect, so we're going to try it one more time. Copper, we shall convene the Grand Council. I like it. What do you What do you think? Is that better? Are we doing better? better? Much better. Much better. <laughs> do you feel a little more like you're in your game now because you got announced to the world in a better way? I do. It, it makes me feel. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm about to go participate in the Olympics or something. I know. Guys. Just yeah, exactly. Except you may have to wear your COVID mask. Who knows? Um, all right. So Jeff, you're up next, man. What's the What's the next question? Uh, Rebuild Alabama Act. The gas tax increase of 2019. Uh, well, so some people are still. A little, a little bitter about that, uh, at least in my listening audience. Will that matter in the 2022 Republican primaries? Well, here's a couple thoughts from me on that. So, um, number one, Alabama Policy Institute, where I still do a lot of work, uh, we came out with some pretty serious stuff about the gas tax. And, and it, was, it was less on the issue of the gas tax and more on the fact that they were pretty much misrepresenting the need to the public. We've got them claiming we've got to have more money for roads and bridges. Well, we know roads and bridges cost money. But they're still, to this day, taking money out of the road and bridge fund to fund the court system and other things. So if they're going to say they don't have enough money, why are they diverting the money they do have before they raise the taxes? So our our notion that they were going to you know, increase taxes without any reforms uh, to us was just antithetical to good common sense and good fiscal policy. But the other piece that I'll say to this too is uh, we do know there's a pack right now. It's called Lion Pack. I think it's just L-I-O-N, like Lion. Lion Pack. And I believe Weird the guy... Weird name for a pack. Yeah. But I believe that... Yeah, exactly. It's uh, Don't they run in prides, not packs? But anyway, the, they're, they're, the Lion Pack has got a million dollars in it. Uh, dropped in, I think, by Alabama Power, uh, and it is managed by um, Robin Stone, who is now the interim uh, president uh, of uh, the Business Council of Alabama, and we believe it's there just solely to protect those who may be facing campaign issues on gas tax. So there's that. That money's going to go unused, and I and the and, and I just don't think it's that big of a deal personally. I, I think that people. Uh, have generally got over that and plus uh, when they look at gas taxes they're not going to say oh it's that 10 cents they're going to say that by it's the biden inflation and, and his stupid policies on, on immigrant or excuse me on oil uh, that have led to our, our, our real our actual issues that's what i think will be the that that'll be their saving grace what do you think jeff I, I don't know. I, I think somebody will try it. It may work in certain parts of the state. Look, here's the problem with the rebuild Alabama. Uh, it, we haven't seen any of the, the fruits of this new tax really come to, 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 to be. We, uh, we still have problems down on the coast, traffic problems. Not that they're too concerned about the coast, but I, I think that you know 65 between Montgomery and Birmingham is always, always clogged up. That it's not so much being upset about the gas tax increase; it's what have you done with it? And I don't think you. I think you can make the case that the results have not been what they were promised. Interesting point, Dale. Next question, man. We got about a minute and a half, two minutes left. His Excellency, the Counter of Desk, Jim Ziegler. He is going to have uh, some sort of. Uh announcement is he running for governor since you guys brought it up let's just stick with this guy 
Ah, uh, you know, I, I, I'm of the mind that he probably can't run for governor effectively, but I could see him to go steal Jeff's thunder a moment ago. I could see him running for treasurer since he's been the auditor. He kind of knows the money of the state, so to speak. He'll bring his issues of accountability and, and dollar signs into the potential race for a treasurer. So I can see that happening. Well, we don't know what John McMillan's going to do, if he's going to run again or not. But uh, I, I think, you know, that that's certainly a possibility. I think he would try to run for governor. He's, he's, he's got this thing in his mind that he could. And maybe he knows he can't win, but uh, he'll, he'll, get, he'll get a good share of the vote. Well, uh, fair enough. Um, all right, fellas, let me ask a question. Critical race theory. Is it just a bugaboo? The, is it just the buzzword for Republicans to have a hammer right now, or is it a real legitimate issue? Your opinions. It's a real issue. It's absolutely real, and uh, it, all Republicans would be very wise uh, to pound away. Uh, I it, totally agree. Go ahead, Jeff. It, it, it doesn't matter. I think people are concerned about it. It's a real issue in that it's what people care about. They're telling their representatives and government to do something about For that reason, you have to take it serious, whatever the reality is. Well, uh truth to both points and uh, and i agree totally the uh critical race theory is not just a concept it's not just uh something that is being used as some kind of conservative hammer for pol- political gain uh i think it's legit and and you can see right now with the fact that the biden administration got busted yesterday when it turns out they had that uh completely activist organization listed in their um uh, information to education uh, community it's nationwide. real it's real and it's spectacular it's real, and, and okay. conservatives need to grab hold of it and, like you yes. said, make it a hammer. Hey, that was the Grand Council. Fellas, hey, thanks for your time. Appreciate you being here, as always. Anytime. All right, guys. That was Jeff Poor and Dale Jackson joining me here, two guys who I respect greatly, who've got a lot more experience doing this than I do. And uh, that we will be every Thursday, the Grand Council. And we'll have our sound effects in order next time, uh, making it sound more more appropriate for the the august body that we are. Hey, listen, Phil Williams. News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. This is Right Side Radio, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. We need more of you to be right side ruffians. Join us in the fight. Listen daily, 2 to 5. We got a little more to go. We'll be back right after this.